Welcome to another episode of Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Keller. And I'm Brian. And we, as always, are excited to bring you all the things happening in Art House Billings land, film art and culture, Billings, Montana. Having a good time as we do it. Thanks for tuning in, as always, everybody. Today, uh, we're doing something that we do on a regular basis, and that oh. is uh, the reason of the name of this podcast. We're <laughs> rewinding, putting the VHS in the machine and pushing, put, pushing that button. So I, I miss rewinding sometimes. Me and too. the anticipation of just waiting and hearing those gears move. Did you guys <laughs> in your household have the external, like, just Rewinder. rewinder? No. Oh, man. I always wanted one. My aunt and uncle had one. I was like, oh. This is the life. It's really cool. Yeah, and I did. I mean, the the worst was when someone was watching something and they didn't rewind it, like one of the home videos, uh, and you put it in, and I was like, "Oh, you're yep. so mad because <laughs> you yeah, had yeah. to take those seconds." Man, but, I miss that. Yeah, I remember the age where I discovered if you push stop and rewind, it goes a lot faster than rewinding it mm-hmm. live yeah. on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. pro tip for anybody with pro the VHS. Tip. Yep. Yeah. Like, VCR is there, no. All right, so we're doing that today. We're re- rewinding. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot why we're here for a second. Uh, but before we do that, as always, we got a lot happening in the world oh. of Art House in the Babcock. Brian, yeah. tell the people what they've won. Yeah, oh, Brian. Well, this weekend uh, at Art House, we are going to be opening Brian and Charles. It's a great indie comedy that I'm really excited to check out. It got a lot of buzz at Sundance. It got uh, a lot of buzz all over, and... Uh, yeah, one I'm, that you're I, excited about personally. Yes, not just because it has your name. Not just because it has my name, but that does help. <clears throat> I'm excited about it. It's uh, me too. I, I know I've said this multiple times to multiple people, but it's like what I love about indie film. It's kind of a higher concept, the idea of someone building a robot. But then if you've seen the yeah the trailer, even you, the poster, yeah, even the poster, it's yeah. a guy in a cardboard <laughs> box. Essentially, yeah. is the robot, which is just it's so great. Great, but it looks like a really good movie. So I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, and then we are holding on to the Phantom of the Open for another week. So check that one out. Um, people are really loving it. Yep. Great feel-good golf movie. So uh, do check that one out. And then and funny people and funny. Yeah, yes, a lot of laughs in that. Yes. One. Yeah. And then uh, we've got really not much going on at Babcock <laughs> until we have the big reveal of <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> We got early screenings on Thursday, uh, July 7th at 3 and 7 o'clock. So you've got two chances to check it out early before its official release date on the 8th. I'm excited. And so yeah. next week, uh, preview, we're going to be talking about the director, writer-director of Thor Love and Thunder, yeah. Taika Waititi, one Taika of our Waititi. favorites yep. in, in great the old dude. House. So yep. we're going to be talking about him next week in, in his film. So Keller... You got a week, man, to to I was I was actually talk- watch some of these films, so you're not just ah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking with Brian yesterday about it. I've yep. seen all but his first. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I'm in the Second. same boat. Yeah. Second. Yeah. Wait, what's his first? Oh, save he, it for next week. Don't yeah. save don't it for next. Spoil week. it. Yeah, don't spoil Come it. Come on, Brian. we got to get the people coming back. So, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder. Personally excited for that one. Should be a good time. Thor: cool. Love and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I did really like how Brian was sharing what was going on in you and I were just trying to make sound effects for whatever it is <laughs> he was talking about. Not being very good listeners. I'm sorry, Brian. All right, gentlemen, here's what we had in the month of June playing at both Babcock and Art House Cinema. We had Jurassic World Dominion, Montana Story, Phantom of the Open, Purple Rain, The Great Silence, Jazz Fest, Cha Cha Real Smooth, 
Goodfellas, We Burn Like This, Mad God, Men, Women's Adventure Film Tour, The Flintstones, Pineapple Express, and The Secret of Nim. That's a good list. It's a good list. Good list. It's yeah. a good month. A lot, a lot of good stuff. So out of that, uh, nobody to nobody's surprise, our best uh, seller for the month was Jurassic World Dominion, that, oh. that dinosaur movie. The dinosaurs. After that, we had a lot of people show up for Secret of Nim, movie buffs, free screening. That was a fun day, seeing a lot of people come out for that. And then Montana Story played really well, partly because we had it for a lot of weeks yep. because people were enjoying it and kept coming back. So exactly. Out of all of that list, two questions. What are they? What was your favorite? What's the one that uh, either least favored or kind of disappointed you the most as mm. far as the experience of it, how it went, or your own personal views of the film itself? Brian, let's okay. start with you. Let's start with me. The opinion that matters. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Honestly, <laughs> there really was a lot this month that it's really hard to boil down which of these I enjoyed the most because I did enjoy quite a few of these. Um I went to Purple Rain and had a blast. Um, that's always a fun one to go to. And I was really glad that uh, Mad God had a good showing mm-hmm. over its two days. Uh, I know it was a little out there for some people, but even after we closed it, I've had multiple people come up to me the last couple days and say, oh, I missed that. Is there any way you can do it again? Sort of oh. like I've had several people a lot of interest. that were really interested and not our normal late night crowd sure. either huh. like more people that cool. maybe knew him from the star wars era and stuff yeah. so uh really glad on that but i would say probably my favorite um off of this list was cha-cha real smooth whoa i enjoyed it a lot yeah, yeah. okay i didn't see that coming yeah i, I threw you for so a loop. what yeah. did what did you enjoy about it um, so this is Cooper Rafe's second film, and I did see Shithouse, his first film, a few weeks back, and I just, I feel like as a writer, he really has a unique voice that he's bringing um, this kind of more a different take on a romantic comedy. Uh, Shithouse was more of a different take on a college uh, comedy sort of thing, but uh, he also brings a real interesting sensitivity to things where as the actor too, as well as the writer, like he kind of really lets himself be super vulnerable in a way that uh, is just unique to see. And uh, and I I'm, I just really enjoy it. I think it's a, a fresh new take. So agreed. Cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that bandwagon. I think Cha Cha would be probably be my my uh, favorite. I didn't. The, and I know you and Brian or you and Jake had already mentioned it. The yeah. trailer doesn't do the film justice right. in some ways. Yeah, um, I I get it how the like what the trailer is and what the film is yeah. and, and can understand that. Disconnect. Oh, and a lot of it is also it kind of gives away mm-hmm. a lot of things that mm-hmm. would have been nice to have just been surprised by, like yeah. Jake was when he saw it. So. Yeah, you go into the movie expecting things to happen, and mm-hmm. those things do happen because they're in the trailer. But there's other things that happen as well that. Were kind of a nice yeah. surprise. I I, uh, I enjoyed <clears throat> uh, not only the film Cooper Rafe. I want to check out Shit House. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm interested. In fact, I had a conversation uh, last night. A couple people that were like they really loved it, and now they really because in my intro I was like, hey, he's you know this is his second film. Yeah. If you like this, there's a first film, and they're like, oh, what's the name of the first film? Yeah. They were just it was cool to watch them like get into the filmmaker, not yeah. just you know. And I movie. remember when. Shit House came out. It was 2020, so like it was kind of getting marketed to me as like, "Hey, bring this in," sort of thing. And I was like, at the time, it's like we weren't really 
doing a lot other than virtual stuff. Yep. And yep. it was like, I, I just don't think that we're going to bring people back in with this one. So, and so I passed on it, but then when the second film came out, I was excited to be able to check that one out for the first time as well. Yep. And yeah, again, I think he's a really unique talent and, as of right now, like, you know, so he's only 25 years old right yeah, now. So crazy. he's got a long career ahead of him still. I think so. Yeah. And the thing for me that I was going to add to what I enjoyed about it was it, it's one of those films that I feel like I'm, I'm dipping my toes in the water of another world. You know, yeah. This world of bar mitzvahs. And, yeah. And, and not that it's a one to one take on what reality is because I don't know what reality is, but it felt like a community of people and the way that they're going about life you know, that probably does exist on some standpoint that, you know, it's like, I, this is something I'm totally like yeah. outside of, you mm. know, mm-hmm. all these different bar mitzvahs happening at the same time for this yeah. community of people because all the kids are friends and all that. So yeah. I enjoyed that aspect too, not just the characters and, and that. So yeah. Keller, what other than Jurassic World Dominion? <laughs> it's a joke. He didn't like it. What was your favorite <laughs> film? I, um, uh... <clears throat> I have to say, I'm going to watch Cha Cha in one hour. <laughs> You're going to watch it, okay? <laughs> and because, it's going because to be of us talking about it in just one now. hour. Yeah, and yeah it's yeah. going to be your favorite, and it will be my favorite. I have good, strong feeling about it. But I will say this: uh, what a list, huh? We had this month. <laughs> okay, so I have to. I I do have to say this: I am big Seth Rogen, Ev, Evan uh, Goldberg fan. Yep, and. Uh, I saw Pineapple Express when it was in theaters originally, but this was, you know, got to see it again at the Babcock. Boy, I just, from a, you know, comedy and like writing and fun adventure comedy standpoint, I just really love that film. Yep. Yeah. It's really well done. Yeah. It is. It is. I, 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 I remember when I first saw it, which I did not see in a theater, I don't think. I think I saw it just at home when it came out. But I remember thinking of how, like, it really elevated, like, the Cheech and Chong stuff. Because the Cheech and Chong stuff had its time and place and was fine. But, like, it, it hasn't did. really aged that yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Where this, like, kind of took that same thing and updated it and really put some thought into what they were doing. So well, it's, I, a, it's a interesting story like you're yeah that's what i was on gonna the say hook for yeah. what's yeah. gonna happen exactly how's this gonna go down yeah. are they gonna get out of it all those kind of stuff yeah yeah like cheech and chong they're i mean they're breaking you know the whole like them just sm- smoking weed yeah it's like groundbreaking yeah enough. but this one they're just good at story mm-hmm. those two guys are uh also i have to say good fellas i yeah. hadn't seen in a long time and even that opening scene on the big screen, yeah, yeah. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, I w- Scorsese, man, like that's it been that's cool how to it, see it, yeah. on the big screen, yeah. I was gonna and mention the, the, the colors looked so oh, good yeah. too, yeah. man. That 4K restoration yeah. looks great. Good job on the colors, Brian. Good I did job it. on the colors. I, I was there fine tuning it for hours <laughs> the, the whole time. Uh, yeah, no, I was gonna say that for this month of all of these films. I still managed to overlook one of my favorite films, which is Goodfellas, <laughs> because there were so many other things that I was more excited to talk about. Yeah, so. there's a lot happening. And I do have to just say, like, event-wise, it was cool to have We Burn Like This. Uh, for those listening, there was a local made film. I for mean, those shot- listening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the people that aren't there, have this podcast on, but aren't listening? Exactly. Yeah. You know? 
It's a 50-50 shot whether you're listening or not. So for those of you that actually are listening, for those paying attention, uh, maybe people are using this this to fall asleep and they've already fallen asleep. This is Keller. Hi, I'm Keller here. For those listening, I'm sorry, that just struck me as weird. The, uh, I'm not really thinking, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So we burn like this. Yes. What about it? Shot in Billings, but I thought the event of it was really cool. We were able to have. Uh, writer director Alana Alana Waxman in there, mm-hmm. as well as one of the actresses. Yep, mm-hmm. um, kicking off a, the Montana tour of it. Yeah, it was yeah. cool, and it was great. It was well received. I think people really loved it. So yeah, yeah, and had some really good questions too. Yep, discussion so, nice. I heard was was great. All right, it's that time. We all dread it. None of us like to talk negatively. I know, but that's true. Keller out of the list. What's the one that kind of Makes your heart sink a little bit. Didn't enjoy it as much or didn't go as well as you wanted it to? Um, well, <laughs> I uh, I had a busy week of film. I watched a lot of films. Okay. Uh, obviously, maybe not all on the list. Yeah, we know. <clears throat> I did go to Jurassic World. Yeah. And... Um, what did you think of the ending? <laughs> I... I, <laughs> I because I work here, you know, I was like, oh, it's okay if I head out. I had some popcorn. I watched it 20 minutes, and I was like, this story's all over the place. I've got emails to do. And I and I left. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you watched 20 more minutes than I did. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah you yeah. didn't watch it? No. Oh. No. Okay. I, I I'm have... waiting for the... The experience of at home. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I to support local for, cinema. You had mentioned that, like, once you put like the, you know, once you set aside the story the connection or whatever, to yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. This isn't trying to live up to that level. Yeah. This is just a a dinosaur romp. And once I started, I knew that I could not sure. compartmentalize like you did. Yeah. So you're too much of a purist, man. I know. I'm a. I'm a Michael Crichton, Jurassic Park purist. Brian, uh, how about for you, man? How about for me? Since you didn't watch Jurassic World Dominion. Wait, can Jurassic... I take a guess? Sure. Men. Yeah, as much as it pains me, and I... You know what? Actually, no. Oh, oh, here <laughs> we're going to change it now. I was disappointed in men, mm-hmm. but it definitely it? kept... Am I right? It kept <laughs> rattling around in the brain, and I feel like... In retrospect, I didn't, I didn't hate it as much as I did watching it. And, and hate's a strong word, but you know, I, I feel like if I watched it again, I might enjoy it more. Um, but really, probably the one that didn't uh, impress me that much was Jazz Fest. Mm. Honestly, I Don't and I think it, it's just the merit of what it is. Of like, I saw the trailer and it kind of basically outlined everything I was going to see. Like. I, I didn't need to see the movie to get what it was going for. And it just kind of one of the things for me, like probably a good reason to bring this up now is like compared to men where like I am much more disappointed in a film if it bores me than if it does something way out there that just doesn't connect with me, I would say. So sure. sure. I'd say boring is like the biggest sin a movie can can make so okay yeah it uh it it was a documentary that you kind of knew what you were getting yeah. going into it it's there was almost a commercial for the jazz fest sure mm. and i think the people that really enjoyed it 
enjoy that kind of they just love hanging out in yeah. that vibe for an hour and a half two hours and yeah that was awesome you know yeah. but it wasn't because they learned a bunch of new stuff necessarily yeah. or discovered something it was just they already enjoy it so to hang out with that is great i know um one of our members bruce fain was there and he said that you know i've been wanting to go and so i'm watching this movie to see if it's you know as good as what yeah. i think and did they walked out saying like, yep, I, I think we're going to go. Gotta go. And it's yeah. like, I can see that too yeah, of like, sure. if you're on the fence and just kind of feeling like, what is it really like? It was great for that as yeah. well. So Cool. Matt, how about you? Oh, thanks, man. I already talked about it, but uh, I think men would probably have to be mine. And not because, I think I'm in a similar camp to you, Brian. It's not because I hated it or even disliked it. Yeah. It's because I really like Alex Garland. Yeah. I really like his other films. Um, I haven't connected. I haven't watched his TV show that you've Devs, brought. Yeah, you know. but <clears throat> I, I, the expectations were were probably too high. Uh, for, I, I'd to, agree to, with to that, live yeah. up to some reality, and it's yeah. not even because I intentionally did that. Just because of, I, you know, Ex Machina and Annihilation. I both really, really enjoy. Um, this one, it, it, you know, as uh, Jake, our operations director, says, lives in your brain rent free. It, yeah. it did. And it still does in some ways. Some of the the closing images are some of the most like intense, weird. Yeah. Like what the? Did you watch yeah. it, Keller? No. Okay. Um, it. It's, I was so excited for it, and then literally everyone on staff was like, Ugh. "Yeah." I there's just there's choices made in the film that I don't know, and, and this happens a lot with indie film, which is why some people don't like indie films. I think uh, you feel like I don't get it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel. Maybe am I too dumb to get it? Like, is there yeah. something really deep here that I'm missing out on? And I don't know that that's always the case. I think sometimes the filmmakers just making choices, yeah. And there's no deep, like, you know, philosophical, psychological analysis, you know, in-depth thing happening. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's just what they chose to do. And this film had a few moments of that for me. Of like, is it because it just looks cool, or is yeah. there something really deep that I'm just totally oblivious to? And and I don't always enjoy that feeling and so where the film didn't connect with me it was like "Ah." and i didn't really want to try to get online and discover it it didn't connect with me on that level so i'm just kind of let it it's just there (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it was good it wasn't bad but i didn't love it as much as i wanted to i wonder one one thing i don't think a lot of viewers think about those there's so many things that can happen even on the day of filming that can like <clears throat> like one little mishap can ruin a whole day of shooting and sure. then you're off schedule and it costs millions of dollars, you know? And even that translation between like script to screen, there are so many speed bumps to get there. Yep. And I'm wondering if like, even that's part of it. It could be, you know, yep. that like maybe the story was this solid cohesive thing. Yeah, that maybe it, wasn't translated that well. Yeah, no. he's, he's obviously a smart dude yep. and a smart writer and has depth to what he's trying to communicate. So I think that's where, for me, I felt. Like, I remember Annihilation, I felt like I got the big thing, but then there was like little pieces that I wasn't sure about, but I was so intrigued by the big thing. Yeah. I wanted to dive into those little things. And be yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, it was like, I think I get the big thing, but I'm not as interested to dive into any of those little yeah. things. It's just like, yeah, okay, that's fine, and I'm, I'm ready to, to move on. So. Yeah. But sure. okay, gentlemen, June was a good month. July, we got some big stuff coming. Thor: Love and Thunder at the Babcock. Obviously, we already talked about, and then some yeah. great films I'm, coming. I'm going to predict right now. I think it's going to be our biggest seller of July. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. You heard it on on the record. Well, gentlemen, have a great 4th of July. You too, for those of you that are listening, also have a good 4th of July. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Have a good 4th of July. Thanks, man. All right. We'll see you back here next week for a conversation on Taika Waititi. It's going to be a good one. As always, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. 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 Deep cut. (laughs) 